Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Monday, October 23rd, and we start as always with local news. According to emails obtained by Main Street Murray, Columbia Fire Chief Ty Cobb has requested an internal investigation into the city's response to the May 3rd Central High School shooting hoax, during which an alleged unauthorized individual responded to the scene carrying an AR-15 rifle in full tactical gear. The safety of my employees and the people of Columbia is my top priority, the email from Cobb reads. Cobb declined to comment, citing the investigation. As previously reported, former Columbia firefighter Roy Brooks, who was terminated last year by the city, was indicted by a grand jury in August on the charge of carrying a weapon on school property. He was booked into the Murray County Sheriff's Office on August 25th on a $10,000 bond and released that day. Cobb's concern for the safety of his employees may stem from two separate incidents allegedly involving Brooks and Columbia Fire Department employees. Both employees spoke with the Columbia Police Department about each alleged incident, but police reports could not be obtained through a public records request and no evidence exists that reports were filed. According to a dispatch report made on July of 2023, an employee reported a traffic incident to police involving Brooks. The report states the employee was leaving a friend's residence off of Nashville Highway when a driver, alleged by the employee to be Brooks, crossed over all lanes of traffic to turn next to him, causing people to go around the vehicle. The driver of the vehicle then made multiple hand gestures. Columbia police responded to the scene of the incident and obtained surveillance footage showing the incident, but while the employee did not pursue charges, there is no evidence any traffic citation or other charges were filed. In April of 2023, a similar incident was reported by a different city employee, which was recorded on video. According to the dispatch report's narrative, the employee was traveling home in his vehicle when he observed Brooks. According to the report, as he was on his way home, the employee observed former CFR employee Roy Brooks drive past him and flip him off. He pulled behind Brooks and was going home. Brooks continued down the same road when slowly drove then slowly drove by the residence, the dispatch report reads. He continued down the road as the employee pulled into his driveway. The employee felt Brooks may have become angry when seeing the employee and went to the employee's residence to intimidate him. The employee did not feel anything would come from the incident, but he did want it documented in the event something occurred. The employee reportedly told police he was unaware of any laws being broken during the incident, but wanted to document the event. Main Street Murray has also requested Columbia Police Chief Jeremy Alsup's emails pertaining to the May 3rd incident. However, no such emails from Chief Alsup were provided. Both Alsup and City Attorney Tim Tischer declined to comment, citing the lawsuit, the federal lawsuit Brooks has filed against the city in May. Brooks is scheduled to make his first court appearance on the weapons charge on November 8th. This past weekend, the 16th annual Wounded Warriors Ride took place at the Water Valley Community Center. Front Porch Radio's Mary Susan Kennedy spoke to Mr. Billy Joe Morton to learn more about the Wounded Warriors Project and what they do in the community, as well as with Black Hawk helicopter pilots who also attended the event. 
Hello, this is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I am at the Water Valley Community Center at a celebration of the Wounded Warriors Bike Ride Project, and I'm speaking to Billy Joe Morton, the director of the center. Tell us what's going on. This is exciting. Yes, ma'am. This is our 16th annual Wounded Warrior Ride, and uh, we're here to celebrate them, feed them, have a good lunch, and just have a good gathering with everybody. Well, it sounds great. And uh, the Wounded Warrior is a nonprofit organization that does help veterans and active duty service members find support in physical wellness, mental health, and independence. It's very vital to our community and our country. Tell us about the ride. Where do they start? Right now, they're starting up at Davis General Store up next to Leapers Fork, Tennessee. Then they'll ride, be escorted by the Sheriff's Department, Murray County Sheriff's Department, all the way down to right here when they come in here. And uh, whenever they come around the curve right there, when you see them come down the road, if you haven't got a heart, you better grab yours and hold it down because they'll come up on you and walk with you. That is awesome. And I understand it's over 20 miles that they're riding? You are correct. It's a good ride. Through the country, scenery. Beautiful farmland. I mean, it's it's a beautiful ride. Right. And so we're here to um, celebrate these fabulous warriors and all they've done for us. And I gather we're, we're going to have a great big lunch in a minute <laughs> as a just a small token of our appreciation. Yes, ma'am, you are correct. It's, it's unbelievable what happens here unless you've been here one time to see what goes on. It's just everybody gathers to have a good time and to let them have a good time for what they have done for us to save us. I don't know. I could go on and on and tell you stuff that would make you you cry, but we won't do that. It's something that we, as a club, love to support and carry on. I mean, we got state representatives out of Nashville with us. we got state senators, and they all come down and help us. We have a ball and just a good old time. we got people that's been in all branches of service, helps us. Had a bunch of them out here a while ago talking to, and they all come support it. I mean, it's it's country. It's country. You come here, have fun and good time. So I wish I could tell you more, but, I mean, unless you've been here, you can't understand what's going to happen. Well, this will be my first time to witness it. Of course, I've heard about y'all, and I'm looking forward to it. But you're right. You're bringing tears to my eyes. As part of the celebration today, we have some representatives from the National Guard Army branch who had brought a Black Hawk helicopter from Jackson, Tennessee to show the crowd. Tell us about it. Okay, so U-860, uh, we're based out of Jackson, Tennessee. We're the uh, Tennessee National Guard. And tell us a little bit about the helicopter itself. Uh, let's see. So like he was saying, Mr. Anthony there, uh, we are based out of Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, its primary mission is an air assault mission. So we load up soldiers. We can take approximately 11 passengers. We also fire, uh, fight fires. We have that capability. We do search and rescue. We provide support for hurricane, uh, carrying goods across the battlefield or across the uh, damaged area as needed. That's amazing. One thing I observe as I come out here in the field, this helicopter to me is enormous. How big is one? Uh, from tip to tip, it's about 64 feet, 10 inches. The main rotor system itself is 53 feet, 8 inches. And the tail rotor itself from tip to tip is 11 feet. So it's a pretty uh, large helicopter. That's awesome. And we certainly appreciate y'all's service. What would you like to add about the Wounded Warrior Project that we're 
participating with today? It's uh, I was here last year, and it's a pretty good event that's put on. Uh, I don't know that there's enough public awareness of it, but it's a good thing that they're doing to raise awareness of the Wounded Warriors, and uh, they do a really good job of representing and lifting up these Wounded Warriors as they're biking in here. I couldn't agree more. Thank you, gentlemen, and thank you for your service. So, again, this is Mary Susan Kennedy, and we'll sign off. A six-story residential building with 4,000 square feet of commercial retail space is in the works for downtown Columbia. The Drake, which has already been approved by the City of Columbia, will be nestled in 2.78 acres, one block east of the historic downtown square. The structure will go up at the corner of Woodland Street and East 7th Street. Bristol Development Group plans to build 293 luxury apartments inside the Drake. Each unit will be equipped with balconies, quartz countertops, stainless steel appliances, and more. Residents will have access to a yoga studio, podcast studio, pet spa, and urban dog park, pool, fitness center, co-working space that features locally sourced coffee, bike storage, and 24-7 package delivery. In addition to housing, the Drake will offer commercial space for bakeries, coffee and sandwich shops, and similar stores. Since the neighboring Williamson County strictly regulates residential growth through substantial impact fees and increasingly restrictive zoning policies, it is inevitable that any new development would find its way into Murray County and the City of Columbia in particular, Bristol Development said. The key ingredient currently absent from downtown Columbia is an upscale multifamily residential development to provide luxury accommodations in this thoroughly charming historic setting, Bristol Development Groups went on to say. Construction for the Drake is set to begin later this year or early 2024. It's estimated to take around 30 months to complete. Murray Regional Medical Center will offer once again an opportunity to dispose of expired, unused, or unneeded prescription drugs. The drug take-back event allows community members to safely dispose of their drugs anonymously. The free drug take-back event will be held in front of the Murray Regional Medical Center Medical Office Building located at 1222 Trotwood Avenue in Columbia on Saturday, October 28th from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. The event, which will feature a convenient drive-through disposal process, will be staffed by members of the Murray Regional Medical Center security team. Staff members will receive items from drivers in their vehicles. The service is free and anonymous with no information required. We are pleased to offer our community members a convenient, anonymous way to safely dispose of unneeded medications, Murray Regional Medical Center Security Director Michael Johnson said. We highly encourage all residents to take advantage of this opportunity to dispose medications. For multiple safety and health precautions, safely disposing of unused medications is extremely important. Medications should not be flushed down a toilet or tossed in the trash. In addition, medicines that are kept in home cabinets are susceptible to diversion, misuse, and abuse. The Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration's National Survey on Drug Use and Health indicates that most misused and abused prescription drugs are obtained from family and friends, including medications taken from home medicine cabinets. Only medications in pill or patch form should be brought to the upcoming event. The site cannot accept liquids, needles, or sharps. Items should be in their original container, if possible. On Saturday, the Mental Mules held their annual 24-hour charity walk. WKOM WKRM's Del Kennedy caught up with 12 walkers and spoke to them about their journey and what they hope to accomplish in the community. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, Saturday afternoon, I am in downtown Columbia near the hospital. I've run into the Mental Mules. That would be 
a group of 12 men with the mental capacity to endure a 24-hour walk. They started at 7 o'clock last night. They will be walking in and around downtown Columbia until 7 o'clock tonight. This is their sixth year. They're always 12. Now, not the same 12. Some retire and some join. And they raise money for local charities as they walk. I'm talking to Robert Rogers. Robert, how's, how's it been since 7 last night? It's been, it's been a mountain of pain. It has been a struggle for me. But these guys are great. They have uplifted everyone when they're down and keep us going but it's a, it's been fun man i don't know how but it's been fun along with robert is jeremy mccoy jeremy how's it been it's been great um we've got some new guys this year man that are just in their athletes they're superhuman they're awesome people they're leaders and they're just they're just great humans to be around it's been awesome and, guys, I'll tell you, most of these uh, men are 30-something with young families. They've chosen Columbia and Murray County as their home. They're raising young families here, and they're uh, raising money to give back to their community. This year, the beneficiaries of the Mental Mules Walk would be Rescue One, which is a child trafficking organization, and Apex Recovery for addiction of all types. Uh, the Mental Mules have arranged with these charities that the money be spent here locally. Uh, Jeremy, how do people support the Mental Mules and these local charities if that's what they want to do? You can support by going to Mental Mules. Um, we have a Venmo account at Mental Mules. You can also just write a check to Mental Mules, or you can write the check to the charities themselves. They are all, both 5013Cs. So if you need that tax benefit, you can make that check out to them and get that uh, on your taxes. Okay, folks. And if you can't uh, find Mental Mules, there's a, you go to their Facebook page, there's a QR code there that will uh, walk you through giving. But if you aren't a QR code type person, just make your check out to the Mental Mules. Bring it by WKRM, WKOM Studios, 315 West 7th Street, and we will get it to the Mental Mules. All right, guys. Robert, are you going to make it through 2-7 tonight? I, I have to at this point. We're under three hours left. There's no way we're not going to make it. We've got the game on the radio. That'll get us to the finish line. We're, gonna, we're all going to make it. It's going to be awesome. And I might mention it's 4.20 in the afternoon. Jeremy, you going to get through 7? Absolutely. We're going to finish strong with uh, all 12 this year. Um, we have finished uh, once before with all 12. We've had some, uh, you know, years through there that um, not everybody could make it for some just difficulties, but uh, this year we're going to finish strong. All right. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, Saturday afternoon, 420 is the time. I'm with the Mental Mules who are doing a 24-hour walk to benefit local charities. These are young men with families in this community. They want to give back. They want to help out. And uh, this is their way of doing it. They've been walking since 7 o'clock last night. It's 420. They're headed for 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, Robert, what are you going to do when you get home? Oh, man, I'm just going to lay in the floor with my face down, uh, let my kids walk around on top of me for a little bit, um, and then hopefully like get some sleep, but mostly just lie there. All right. Del Kennedy with Mental Mules, uh, Robert Rogers, and Jeremy McCoy. Fellas, good luck, and thank you for what you're doing. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate thank you, Del. Thank you. On Monday, October 16th, the Spring Hill Chamber launched its 2023 Think, Shop, Explore Local Passport, presented by Groove Life, encouraging residents to explore the local community and its businesses through November 17th. 
Residents who collect at least 15 stickers from participating businesses will have a chance to win a grand prize featuring gifts from local businesses worth thousands of dollars. Empowering our community with a local passport program is not just about promoting business, it's about promoting community pride through local discovery, said Rebecca Melton, executive director of the Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce. With the opportunity to win a generous grand prize from some of our local businesses, the passport program offers an exciting way for residents to explore the community's assets and make new connections, she said. Passports are available at all participating businesses and the Spring Hill Welcome Center located at 5326 Main Street, Suite G in Spring Hill. The Welcome Center will also serve as the official drop-off location for all completed passports. A list of business addresses, a map with directions, grand prize details, and passport rules can be found at www.springhillchamber.com forward slash passport. The local passport includes 33 stops encompassing various local business types and community photo opportunities. This year's community photo opportunities include Spring Hill Public Library, Walnut Street Skate Park, and Cannon Hill. Participants can take photos at these locations and share them on Instagram or Facebook using the hashtag SHPassport23 or complete the entire passport to earn extra entries in the grand prize drawing. Again, for more information, rules, and grand prize details, visit www.springhillchamber.com forward slash passport. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mrs. Barbara Chun Shackelford, 88, a retired insurance agent with AFLAC and former resident of Lawrenceburg, died Friday, October 20th at Morning Point Assisted Living. Funeral services for Mrs. Shackelford will be conducted Tuesday, October 24th at 2 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Rose Hill Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Monday, October 23rd from 4 to 7 p.m. at the funeral home. Mr. Gary Ronald Willis, 71, a retired owner of Columbia Construction and a successful cattleman and farmer, died Tuesday, October 17th at Vanderbilt University Medical Center. Funeral services for Mr. Willis will be conducted on Wednesday at 10 a.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Polk Memorial Gardens. The family will visit with friends on Tuesday from 4 to 8 p.m. at the funeral home. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have partly to mostly cloudy skies today with a high of 79 degrees. Winds will be light and variable. Tonight, we can expect some more clouds and a low 
near 55. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today. Three, two, one. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Hey, Columbia, this is Sabian Beard with the Columbia Noon Rotary Club with some information and an invitation for you. If you don't already know about Rotary, it's an organization over 100 years old that focuses on service in the community, service through vocation, and service to the next generation. Many of our community figureheads participate in the local Rotary Clubs, and we need your help. Our main fundraiser for our service projects is the legendary Pancake Day, held on Saturday, November 11th from 6 to 4. Tickets are $10 for one or $25 for three, and may be purchased at the door or from any Noon Rotary member. Help us continue to serve your community and enjoy a splendid breakfast with your neighbors. See you there. Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction, or timing can be intimidating. At The Wave Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. Come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia 
or call us at 931-5804669. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today on WKOM 101.7. And WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Vrelis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Lawrence County Fire and Rescue issued a burn ban and said there is an elevated fire risk and residents should refrain from burning. On Saturday afternoon, fire units responded to a grass and brush fire involving more than five acres. Lawrence County Fire and Rescue said on Friday the county had a near-catastrophic brush fire that destroyed over 100 acres of land. The elevated fire risk is caused by the low humidity and windy conditions that are conducive to fire growth, Lawrence County Fire and Rescue said. The Laverne Police Department released the names of the two officers shot outside a Dollar General store on Saturday. The shooting occurred while the officers chased a suspected stolen vehicle. The department on Sunday identified officers Ashley Bolajak and Gregory Kern. Kern, who was shot in the right groin and right forearm, remains hospitalized but is in stable condition. A department spokesperson said Bolajak was shot in the left shoulder and released on Saturday. Police continue to search for the suspect, identified by police as 38-year-old John C. Drake Jr., who police have warned is armed and dangerous. Nashville Police Chief John Drake said Saturday the suspect is his estranged son. The chief confirmed the news in a statement calling for his son's arrest. Despite my efforts and guidance in the early and teenage years, my son, John Drake Jr., now 38 years old, resorted to years of criminal activity and is a convicted felon, Drake said in a statement. He has not been a part of my life for quite some time. He now needs to be found and held accountable for his actions today. I hope that anyone who sees him or has information about him will contact law enforcement immediately, he said. Nashville Mayor Freddie O'Connell quickly issued his own statement in support of the chief. My heart goes out to Chief Drake, his family, and the two wounded Laverne police officers. I know that despite our best efforts, including in our their early years, we can't be responsible for the choices of family members, O'Connell said. I support Chief Drake and stand by him at this difficult time. He is the right chief of police for Nashville, he said. Police asked residents who see a man matching the suspect description to call police at 911 or the Laverne Police Department at 615 793 7744. A first time mother is resting and tenderly nursing her three bouncing baby cubs this morning inside their specially designed enclosure inside the Nashville Zoo at Grasmere. Del- the deliveries aren't just adorably cute, they carry global significance. And a seven year old Sumatran tiger and her cubs are part of a critically endangered species decimated by deforestation and poaching. Less than 600 of the Indonesian island cats are believed to be alive. Zoo officials are resolute in their mission to alter the course for these majestic animals, and the successful births are a momentous momentous start. But for now, they're keeping their distance to avoid causing any undue stress. Mammal curator Cinnamon Williams said she spent the night anxiously watching video monitors inside Anne's room to ensure the babies were born healthy and are well cared for. So far, so good. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Lainey Wilson announced she will be performing 35-plus dates across North America on her headlining Country's Cool Again Tour in 2024, kicking off the tour in Nashville at Ascend Amphitheater on May 31st. Already this year, Wilson has won four ACM Awards, two CMT Music Awards, three PCCA Awards, in addition to being honored as Billboard Women in Music's 2023 Rule Breaker, and the most nominated artist at this year's CMA Awards, with a record-breaking nine nominations. Tickets will be available starting with the Wild Horses pre-sale beginning today, Monday, October 23rd. Additional pre-sales will run throughout the week ahead of the general on-sale beginning Friday, October 27th at 10 a.m. local time at LaneyWilson.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day. <laughs>